Prologue It was a dark and moonless night. Light clouds streaked across the black velvet sky, occasionally blotting out the stars above. A lone country road wound its way through the foothills of the scenic Canadian Rockies. It was silent. No insects or other nocturnal animals sang out their haunting night music. A fully loaded logging truck barreled down the empty road. The driver, a middle-aged First Nations man, sang along with the country station on the radio as he rushed the last load of the day to the sawmill. The loggers had a difficult time getting to the site due to a murder that happened in a cabin up the trail from the woodlot they had marked that day. The boss wanted those logs in today. He had quite a few back orders for lumber to fill due to the construction of mansions for the Hollywood types working in Vancouver. Out of the corner of his eye, he spotted a young woman running towards the road. She was naked and covered in blood and bruises. She raced to cross to the other side, causing the truck driver to stop so suddenly he nearly jackknifed his load all over the remote road. He opened the door to his truck. Hey, are you okay, miss? You look like you're hurt. The woman's skin was pale from shock and blood loss. She was hunkered over, trying to cover her nakedness as best she could. Gashes marked her thighs and back. Blood pooled from her feet, which were cut up by stones in the forest. She was shivering with shock. Her blue eyes were wild with terror. She had massive amounts of pine needles and burrs matting up her long, dark tresses. In other words, she looked like she'd been through one hell of an ordeal. Yes, please, you have to help me. My boyfriend, he's out there. He, he killed my parents and tried to kill me. I was hiding in the woods. I saw you drive by and she panted. My name is Kim Smith. Please take me with you. He's still out there, she said hysterically. My parents, my mother and father, they're still lying there in their cabin just a ways from here, off a little logging road. Dead now. He shot them both. She leaned back in the seat, cold and trembling. The truck driver reached behind his seat and took out a red plaid wool blanket. He slid out the passenger side of the cab and draped it over Kim's slim pale shoulders. Come on. Let's get you to the hospital. You look like you've been through a rough go. He looked at her keenly. You say it happened in a cabin near here? I'll radio the cops on the way and tell them all about it so they can meet us there. Sometimes they take a bit to get around to showing up this late at night. The truck drove down the winding road until they found a small town. This town has a clinic that can patch you up. It's not a very big place but you can get stitches and some painkillers at least. Cops will be there waiting to talk to you. If you were hurt any worse, they'd have to airlift you to Prince George. Thank you so much, Kim replied warmly. You're a literal lifesaver. She offered the blanket back since it wasn't hers. No, you keep it. I can get it from the hospital later. My sister's the head nurse tonight. Tell her Graham brought you in. She'll fix you right up and give me my blanket back. 
he said with a broad grin and a twinkle in his dark eyes. You get on in there, you're bleeding all over my truck. Kim sighed with relief as she stepped through the automatic doors of the hospital. The bright fluorescent lights glared on the linoleum floor. She approached the triage nurse. I'm expected, she said. Oh, you must be the poor lamb Graham found on the side of the road. You get on back there and we'll clean you right up. The matronly triage nurse fussed. Her silver blonde hair was drawn up in a severe bun and she wore floral scrubs. I'm sorry, I don't have my health card on me, Kim said. I mean, I left all my ID and stuff back at my parents' cabin. Don't worry about that. We need to get you patched up and dressed. Come along, darling.